Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 65, quite possibly the greatest mole rats minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Bubba Wheat from It's Time to Rewind. Alright, so we start with uh, Chris Rock evangelizing about televangelists. <laughs> um, I know, I know they're super popular, but like... It's one of those things where, like, I only need to watch a televangelist for five seconds to realize, like, does not everyone realize that this person is obviously stealing your money? Well, if you watch them for five seconds, you already asked for your money four times, so. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen, please do yourself a favor and look up John Oliver when he does the fake televangelist. <laughs> he basically says, I wonder how hard it is to make your own church. He's like, turns out, not very hard. He makes his own <laughs> church. And he's like, he wants people to send. He asks people to send him stuff. And he's like, send me, I forget how he phrased it, send me, like, send me yourself, send me your essence. And he's like, and of course, people send us their cum. Oh, no. (laughs) He's like, only a few, but we appreciate it. And he had, I forget, what was the comedian that played his wife? It was, um, it was the lady from SNL. It was Rachel Dratch, I think. Yeah. Rachel Dratch playing yeah. his, his wife and she was she played the part perfectly too of just like that super made up over the top just like basically oh, like hey. Tammy Faye yeah Tammy Faye right. like on crack like so listen we're not even getting out of the first second of this minute without me running down some of the televangelists oh, no. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um so we had a I'll do some of my personal favorites. I just pulled one website here because they're, I mean, I would love to say which ones are like, uh, you know, the sleaziest, but it's an impossible task. They're all the worst. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> um, uh, Benny Hinn's a good one. There's a couple of things online of, uh, he does a lot of the healing where they, you know, they push you backwards and there's a bunch online of like YouTube videos where people won't do it and the fights break out. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a pretty good one. Uh, Pat Robertson has just continued to somehow not die and be a huge piece of shit. He's the 700 club. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah. He's just the worst. Just every time something yeah, happens. It's, it's crazy. Always... That's been around forever. I oh, Like, I remember yeah. seeing ads that for that. Yeah. And I thought he I was 89. I doing anything, like, terrible, though. He's just asking for money, right? Like, is that guy ever got caught doing anything, like, awful? Uh, no, I think he's a, um, I was going to say a true believer, but I think he's just... He's never been, you know, he's not a petter ass. He's just, he's just crazy. He'll say stuff like, well, the reason why that Florida, you know, Florida got hit with that hurricane is because gay people. Oh. And you're just like, wow, I, I did not know we were going there, but apparently we are. <laughs> I didn't know that caused hurricanes. That's crazy. Uh, Kenneth Copeland, who always kind of looks like he's taking a huge dump. Oh, I did. The, the one that I, I think it's him, but there's this this popular uh, YouTube like I think even before YouTube I think it was like something that circulated around on VHS um, where somebody I uh, edited in fart noises and I'm pretty sure that that was him like every time like he squints his eyes they would add in the fart noises and it's hilarious uh, Jan Crouch I didn't even know this one I don't know that one either sorry I don't watch Trinity Broadcasting Network probably for a multitude of reasons 
Um, you may remember this one, Chris. Do you remember Peter Popoff? I remember his name. Do you remember his name? He was the one James Randi exposed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember him. Where they were using, they were mic'd up. <laughs> and uh, he had somebody come in and intercept the feed so they could hear them was talking to him. Saying, like, all right, she's got a brother in Kansas City. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I do remember that now. Um, Robert Tilton. Um, I don't have to watch this YouTube video. The name of the YouTube video is We've Seen Midgets Grow. <laughs> oh. wow. I kind of want to see mean, that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody put that up in the, the Jane Silent Bob Quicker stop. <laughs> Reverend X. Wow. I mean, he sounds like a rapper. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to look at you. Jonathan Bell. John Hagee. Oh, how is Joel Olstein not on here? Yeah, that was like is the it, first name that I thought of. He's is the he younger not, guy, right? Well, he's not young though. His his face is just like he's younger it, looking. He's like the yeah. richest one. He's got you know these super mansions. Oh yeah, he's oh, the really? one that when they had the um, they had the huge flood down there, he wouldn't open up his place to let people in. You know, like a good Christian. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Like, you better stay outside my place and just die. <laughs> Trying not to get your blood on my carpets. Now I'll be at my giant mansion. One of them. <laughs> I don't know if you were trying, but did you ever see the what's the televangelist show with with uh the guy who played Kenny Powers? Oh it's um oh shoot, there's something I know what it's called. It's on HBO we didn't watch it. I know who you're talking <laughs> you about. You sound like a character from that when you just did that. You sound like one of the other pastors from that. <laughs> Well, because you got to get that pastor voice on. It's not always yeah. southern, but it always has like a southern hint to it. Yeah. Like even if the person is from New York, they somehow still <laughs> kind of sound like they might reason. be from Tennessee. <laughs> you hear them up there like, "All my children need to come in here and talk to me." And you're like, "Dude, you're from Long Island. Like, why do you sound like that?" <laughs> he knows where the Bible Belt is. He's focusing. Yeah. That's what he's doing. <laughs> All right. So let's get on to the second second of this minute. <laughs> after, after I derailed us on the train, you're welcome. <laughs> so Rufus is just laying out. Uh, did you pause for effect there? Is that what you did? I did, and there was no effect, but we're going to add it in post. <laughs> <laughs> just add in the, the fart that, noise. The thing that pisses off Jesus the most is the factioning of the religions. I feel like some there's some other things that would upset me more. Yeah, I think so too, but. Eh. Maybe he should talk to his clergymen and what they do with the uh, some of their parishioners. That would aggravate me a little more than you know the fact that the Methodists don't get along with the Episcopalians, and also they the higher ups that. that cover that cover it all up. Oh yeah, they weren't doing that stuff in the nineties. Oh, they were doing it in the nineteen nineties, <laughs> the eighteen nineties, the seventeen nineties. <laughs> Back to the zero nineties. Listen, I still firmly believe I can't I feel like it was George Carlin but I think it may have been or somebody else who said if they would just start crucifying a couple of these guys like <laughs> they were like not only would it start to solve the problem but your church attendance would go way up <laughs> like could you imagine if you were, walked in a church next Sunday and, and and the priest from last week is up on the cross I am pretty sure that was George Carlin because I heard that one too yeah be like, well, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm coming next week, too. I'll be here every week from now on. <laughs> so this one, he goes into his whole thing, which I don't, I kind of don't agree with. Kind of, I see where he's coming from about beliefs. Saying you shouldn't have beliefs, you just have ideas. I get where he's coming from, that if you have a belief and 
if there's anything we've learned over the last five years, once somebody locks themselves into a belief, it's real hard to dislodge them from it, no matter how insanely stupid it is. Because, you know, they saw it on 8chan, so it's got to be real. It's tough to dislodge the belief. It's it's tough to dislodge ideas, too. Well, I guess the theory behind (laughs) it is if you have an idea, if you're thinking, um, you know, I kind of think, you know, my neighbor's killing people. That's an idea. If you make it like your mission, like I I, (laughs) – Listen, I'm basically saying the plot of the burbs at this point, but it's <laughs> if you absolutely believe and you come to the like, no, they're doing it, then the point is once you have a belief, all evidence has to feed into your, your, your belief. So at some point, and you see this with people now, evidence to the contrary becomes evidence for you. Hey, you think your neighbor is as a pedophile, but look, look, here's his evidence that he didn't do it. Oh, well, that's just part of the conspiracy. Yeah, that, that reminds me, I, I heard about a study where uh, somebody went into like a cult, like a doomsday cult, and it was like a journalist, and they were basically researching this, and they had like a doomsday date, and that date went and passed, and yet the majority of the people in the cult, the fact that the date passed and nothing happened, it didn't discourage their belief in the cult. It actually strengthened it for the majority of them, like the vast majority of it. Yeah. Um, What's it called? The uh, Seventh-day Adventists. That's a doomsday cult. That's how they started. Really? Hmm? It was like the the 1850s. They had a guy. I forget who it was. Um, Look it up if you really care. Let's see how close I get to the actual truth. It was like the 1850s, 1860s, and he started saying... All right, you know, it's it's coming, end of the world. It's going to be, you know, June 5th, 1855. Day comes and goes. Oh, you know, actually, I just, I looked at my papers again. Turns out I was off by eight months. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be March 3rd, 1856. Oh, oh, oh shit, no. I fucked it up again. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of like that. And then somehow that craziness eventually coalesced itself into a religion. Wow. Listen, it doesn't take much. I mean, it's amazing more uh, religions don't start over like um, cult leaders and things like that, too. Well, the problem is they become cults, which, like we said, I think we discussed this a couple weeks ago about the difference between cults and religions. And there's a bunch of things because it's a sliding scale. Right. Um, one of my main ones is do they ask you to leave, cut off everybody in your life? <laughs> right, cult. Right. That's, that's a, um, yeah. And what are the repercussions if you leave? Like right. if you walk away from if you walk away from like Catholicism, like no one cares. I mean, if you walk away from a little bit more fundamentalist, like say you have a very strict, even Christian upbringing, and you walk away from it, there could be social repercussions, right. like right. from your family or so whatever. But like, they're probably not going to kill you. So right. like, like once you hit, that's like cult like behavior. And do you have to have sex with the guy in charge? Because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a giveaway. Charge. That's a pretty big tip. There, <laughs> that's a tip off. There, that was a that was an old George Carlin thing too. When he talked about, it. he said when the first guy came up with religion, he was like, "All right, um, so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, I'm in charge from now on. Um, everybody gives me half your crops, and I get to fuck your wives." <laughs> and he's like, "And don't cross me, because if I think about it too hard, I can make your head explode." <laughs> Although I feel like in a lot of ways, the difference, the the main difference between a cult and a religion is the number of people in it. Yeah, and I mean, you gotta have staying power too, because you can burn yourself out too. <laughs> right. Because, 
I mean, what? So, what would be the biggest thing? How big can you be and still be a cult? Well, how many people are in Scientology? I was about, you know, I was, I was going <laughs> I was, to. I was going to say it, and I thought I don't want them coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could go one step above that, but you know, I would like to be able to step foot in Utah someday. <laughs> well, I mean, Leah Remini got out, so I, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. The difference is she's a celebrity and famous and out in the public eye. You could be quietly dropped into a river somewhere, probably, <laughs> and people are just going to start wondering where your podcast is and host is posting. Which, if they were waiting for that, is about us. They'd be like, "Oh, well, Jeff just forgot to put it up again because he's an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> and he forgets every week." So, what's this? One more time. <laughs> and I think that's about you can say kind of a similar idea between the difference between an idea and a belief it's just how strongly you, you think it's true because like you said an, an idea starts out as something that you think might be true and a belief is an idea that you definitely believe is 100% true yeah he gets to the point he does say at one point a belief is something you would kill for but the thing like, that he skips over is that all beliefs started as out, started out as ideas. Yeah, <laughs> everything had started yeah. as ideas, <laughs> and probably and maybe even a good idea. Like I think they even right. say it a couple weeks earlier they, when they talk about the religions. All religions kind of start, not all. Most religions start at a semi good place. Yeah, they hey, why don't well. we help people out? Do only a few of them have started as complete grifts from the beginning. <laughs> Some of which we've mentioned already, but like. For the most part, it's like, hey, you know, we want to help people. And most religions, especially the larger ones, have tons of people. They got outreach. They do this. They do that. They do lots of great things. And on the other side, they're doing a lot of terrible shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I think another good example is, like, Satanists. Because that's that's something that it seems – in theory, it seems like the worst thing possible because it's like, yeah, they – you hear the name and you're like, oh, they believe in Satan, so like the Church of Satan. But for the most part, the I feel like the vast majority of them are basically just atheists that are anti-religion. And so they call themselves the Church of Satan just because that's the farthest you can get from Catholicism. And they, they're like, well, it, we can be a religion. If they're a religion, we can be a religion. And so we deserve the same religious freedoms as they do. Oh, absolutely. And, it's, de- it's definitely an F.U. religion. Yeah. It's almost like their beliefs... And the Pastafarian. Yeah. The Pastafarianism. I would say, yeah, they, their relief, beliefs almost lean more towards, like, Buddhism, of just like, yeah, man, do your own thing. Like, don't bother people, you know? So, because I just listened to a thing today about fundamentalism, and they said one of the differences between fundamentalism and just, like, other religions is, do they try to push it on you? They were like, so, like, the Amish aren't fundamentalists. Because the Amish people never show up at your door and go, hey, you should be Amish. <laughs> Whereas other religions will, you know, I'm sure we're all thinking of the same one. Who, well, maybe two of them that will darken your door and show up with a little booklet in their hand. And you're like, please go away. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two I, main I, aggressors I know, on that front. Well, here. I, I do know a couple though, people in that religion. Yeah. Well, I, as I'm actually thinking of two. Actually, around here, who I get more is the Jehovah Witnesses. Because we just happen yeah, to have yeah. a lot of them around here. And listen, if you don't celebrate Christmas, man, that's a deal breaker. Sorry. I can't even celebrate my birthday? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I can't tell. I like birthdays at Christmas. And- <laughs> that actually and then- came up at, at my work before because I, I work at you know a, a family-friendly um, restaurant arcade. And 
for a while like they they had the the people up front that that greeted greets everybody that comes in they would ask you know, what are you celebrating today and then at some points that became a point of contention and then like the direction from corpo is like you know don't ask everybody what they're celebrating today because there's an issue like with jehovah's witnesses because they don't celebrate birthdays even though like for a lot of for a lot of people they actually like that because you know a lot of times you that's like an interaction with the customer because a lot of times they're not celebrating a birthday but that like starts a conversation about you know they they date good in school or something some other just random thing that they're celebrating this is one of those situations where like and i know disney will fall prey to this sometimes too of like i can't always accommodate the one percent sometimes you just have to get along <laughs> like right i'm sorry you if you don't believe my in stuff it. yeah it's it's like if you're you're the one outlier of something well no no we don't have to work around you you have to work around us that's that's <laughs> the way that works yeah because yeah you're the one person just because you might have that yeah. one jehovah's witness that walks in and person greets them with hello what are you celebrating today they go how dare you i'm leaving they'd be like bye <laughs> like, who cares? i guess you're not celebrating anything today so yeah <laughs> we're gonna celebrate you leaving <laughs> yeah it's like listen if you're the one person at work who doesn't like christmas music and 100 people do guess what you're listening to the christmas music this month <laughs> and get ready because it's there's coming. no escaping it yeah and if you were smart you'd shut up and not say anything those are the people who are like oh you don't like it we're gonna play it till november then <laughs> if you wait until after Thanksgiving, people shouldn't say anything about your Christmas music. I agree. If you play it from Thanksgiving now, I personally, I go Thanksgiving to Christmas Day, and then that's a hard yeah. cutoff for me. Yeah, me too. I, me too. You can probably get away with it as far as up till New Year's Eve. But, like, I'm pretty my much done with it by Christmas Day. Dude, once Christmas my wife is over, is about like. two weeks in. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas oh, Day. I'm, you, I'm done with it already, and it, it started yep. yesterday. My, my wife is about two weeks into listening to it. She's been listening to it for two weeks already. You can't do that because then you're burned out. Uh, yeah. Because I don't want to be angry about it. I don't want White Christmas to come on a week before Christmas, and I'm like, oh, fuck Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you mean, baby? Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can't not talk about this when Linda Fiorentino is walking into the back of the train to find Jay and Silent Bob. They are <laughs> recalling the events of Mallrats. <laughs> yes. What, what does Chris Rock say right before she goes there? He says something. Uh, the Moron Twins. The Moron Twins, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is true. You should not let them out of your sight. Yeah, and one thing that I've I got like uh, you know, I just this slight obsession with is whenever she's walking through the door, you can see a like a, a very '90s Hugo Boss ad just on the side of the door, and like no. I was trying to find it. And I couldn't find it because at first I thought, you know, at least in, in this copy, it, it's very blurry. I was like, is that Chris Isaac? That, that, oh, <laughs> does that timeline fit? <laughs> but I don't think it is. I think it's just some random Hugo Boss model. And, and I could not find that specific ad. But you know, looks like, He looks like John Hamm's stand-in. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like that. It's, I saw that ad and that's... That was like immediately like yes, this was made in the late '90s because that is a very late '90s Hugo Boss uh, cologne ad. It, you know, it's stark black and white with a bored-looking model. 
wearing a suit, just <laughs> slumped in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, they took one picture and they're like, we're done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look look bored and disinterested. You know, yeah. no, even even more bored than that. Like, <laughs> I'm at a Hugo Boss um, commercial. I could not look more bored than I do right now. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Ladies love that. You look bored. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that would be even more non is, is if he was in his underwear and you could tell that he he weighed like you know 120 pounds <laughs> and that he hadn't drank water in three days yeah right his veins are popping out and stuff all right well we're not gonna get into Jane Silent Bob because they're all in the next minute but they I briefly like show up he says uh, we tied the tubby bitch to the ceiling <laughs> 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 Listen, I'm not going to revisit through it. The but wall. Yeah, if you rewatch that, the physics make no sense in that scene. <laughs> oh yeah, I think we discussed that too. <laughs> um, forget for a minute that he would. It wasn't. It was a rope. It wasn't even a bungee cord. So he would have 100 broke his back the minute he the thing snapped Just, taut. <laughs> yeah, but like, he, there's no, there's no way for him to make the the parabolic arc that he makes like he makes like this huge arc going down i'm like what is there a 300 foot ceiling in this place <laughs> <laughs> it's like is he on a crane outside <laughs> i mean everything after that could be like a jacob's ladder he could have died right there <laughs> right all right if nobody has anything else you can uh, hit the plugs yeah uh well i am i podcast as Bubba Wheat and you can find me on Twitter where I'm at Bubba Wheat I have my uh, Movies by Minutes adjacent podcast it's Time to Rewind where I cover movies and TV shows with time loops in them one loop at a time and uh, you can find it on Anchor and everywhere else that you listen to podcasts we are the Jane Silent Bob Minute go find us on Public and buy a Roper shirt Team Roper uh, bubble wheat. What uh, is your preference? Is it uh, uh, Roper or Furley? Which one is it for Three's Company? Uh, well, I I never really watched uh, Three's Company, so <laughs> I've, I would have just because of the other work that I've seen him in, I'd have to go Don Knotts. See, that's my wife. My wife's a Don Knotts fan, so well, you should get divorced. <laughs> we know where Jeff falls on that one. So, uh, <laughs> you got anything else, Jeff? Uh, no. Fly, fat ass, fly. Who's I was just hoping for like a handy in the woods or something, but like. <laughs>